Hello, everyone. I'd like to thank you all for joining our podcast today to take a deeper dive into IT optimization with Red Hat in the public sector. I'm Rich Savage with the Red Hat team at Kerasoft, and I'm here today with Red Hat's Adam Clater, Chief Architect for the public sector. Thank you for joining us today, Adam. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me here. It's a real pleasure to be at Kerasoft. So the team at Kerasoft often receives many questions from our government customers asking what IT optimization is, how Red Hat solutions enable it, and aside from mandates, what benefits will their agency ultimately realize? So for our listeners, Adam, let me start by asking you a couple questions here. Why is constant IT optimization critical for our government agencies? Sure. So there's three things that I really highlight um, as to why why we have this constant need for optimization. First is the constant state of technology change. Uh, you know, gone are the days of building something for a mainframe or legacy Unix system and just leaving it there for 10 or 20 years. We're now experiencing a much faster rate of change in the IT world uh, where we've had introductions of things like Windows workloads, Linux workloads, virtualization, and now containerization. So that's really the first one. The second thing that's forcing uh, this IT optimization and, and change uh, is really the expectation of the government consumers. Uh, no, Gone are the days of uh, filling out a paper and, and sending it in and licking a stamp and all those things. People expect to do things online. They expect a experience that's much more akin to what they get from a Facebook or an Amazon. And fundamentally, the federal government wasn't prepared for that 10, 15 years ago, and in many cases, not even prepared for that now. The third thing that's really driving a lot of that change is the constantly changing workforce that the federal government is dealing with. And so whether it be new folks coming in or old folks uh, moving off and retiring and, and going off into the sunset for their greater years, uh, that change is also bringing new ideas, new thoughts, new leadership into the government, which is also mandating a bit of change as well. No, that's great. And actually, that segues perfectly into my next question. Um, you know, and you alluded to it a little bit earlier in your, your previous statement. What challenges are you seeing today with government agencies as they try to optimize their IT environments? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, a lot of government agencies are adopting newer technologies, and while they may not always have the skill sets, we are seeing folks coming on with skill sets or even reskilling existing folks for those organizations. Technology can be difficult, uh, but it's certainly not the hardest part of this adoption. There are, of course, procurement issues and everything else, which I'm sure you guys uh, interact with on a regular basis. Uh, for us at Red Hat, though, the thing that we really see a lot of, and the thing that I'm really focused on this year especially is the idea of the cultural change that has to take place within an organization to really adopt these new technologies and align them with things like agile software development, lean management, and other practices that may not have always been front of mind for the federal government, but which are in fact being mandated by things like Fatara and others. And so it's really that adoption and uh, helping the government build those teams, those high-functioning teams, we like to say, uh, for executing on those demands is a big focus. And what are some of the tools from Red Hat that you're seeing helping customers accomplish this? Sure. So I think everyone knows Red Hat for Red Hat Enterprise Linux. Uh, the security uh, aspects of Red Hat Enterprise Linux are well known. Um, RHEL, as we call it, has been through common criteria certification more than any other operating system in the world. So it makes a great baseline for organizations that are really beginning to build these new technologies. 
All of that security apparatus, though, that's built into the operating system also surfaces itself in our container platform, uh, which is known as OpenShift. And OpenShift is really becoming a bit of a de facto standard as well throughout the government for implementing containers and Kubernetes, which is the standard for orchestration of containers uh, at large. So those are two of the big technology components. The third, I would say, is probably Ansible. Ansible is our automation language, which is key for automating all of the things throughout the data center. Uh, if you can talk to it via an API or WinRMI or even via an SSH connection, then Ansible has the ability to automate that piece of software, hardware, functionality within the data center, which is crucial. So we build all of these together, right? We standardize on our operating system. We automate as many things as we can. And then we move into this world of containerization uh, across the data center or potentially across multiple clouds as well. That's great. So I think for customers that are looking to engage with Red Hat and they want to um, start leveraging the open source technologies um, that Red Hat has to offer, where would you offer that they start? Sure. So getting started, uh, you know, I think a lot of folks are beginning to think about moving into cloud or they have moved into cloud, or they're in the process of moving into cloud. And so uh, a lot of that starts with automating the data center uh, and automating their way into a cloud. So implementing something simple like Ansible for automating those workloads is key. And that's really the first step for a lot of customers, either automating workloads or standardizing on sort of the platform operating system. As customers move through that journey, though, uh, it takes more than just technology. And so this is where we really partner with our customers in what we call Red Hat's Innovation Labs. And this is a peer-to-peer residency-style program where we'll take what we like to refer to as a two-pizza team. So think maybe six to eight developers, product manager, agile coach, et cetera. Pair them up with folks from Red Hat and go through a six, eight, 12-week sprint with our folks uh, and really learning how to live the lifestyle of agile software development in the way that it's done in industry, but also here at Red Hat. We've been doing it for quite some time. Um, yeah, and it was actually great to hear the story about Lockheed Martin um, at Red Hat Summit um, using Innovation Labs. It was very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. We've seen huge leaps forward for those teams uh, working on uh, F-22, F-35, and other airframes where, you know, historically, you might not have thought that you would be able to bring agile software development to an aging airframe within the U.S. Air Force. Um, but really, uh, they've it's been a revolution for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Adam, thank you very much. Um, and other than yourself, where do you suggest our listeners go to learn more about IT optimization from uh, from Red Hat supporting our government agencies? Sure. So uh, we've got a great red, uh, website at redhat.com. Uh, we've got a ton of resources that are available out there. Uh, look for your local account teams. Talk to the folks at Kerasoft. Get in touch with the folks that are working directly with you. We've got all kinds of activities that we do. So most recently we did... Uh, we had Ansible Automates, uh, which took place down at the Nationals Park not too long ago. We had DevNation Federal, which went on in D.C. at the Wharf. And we also are about to have our Defense in Depth, which is really an understanding of how to implement security across the Red Hat uh, platform, product portfolio. And then finally, our uh, Red Hat Symposium, which is coming up as well in just a few weeks. Excellent. I will be there for sure. 
Well, Adam, thank you so much for your time and valuable insights and information. Uh, for our listeners, please check out all of Adam's suggestions and the resources um, that he gave during this podcast. Um, and, and again, contact us. You can reach Kerasoft at any time at redhat at kerasoft.com or 877-RHAT-GOV. Talk to you soon. Thank you.